Just uh, for the record, Dave Johnston, the old man, turned on the microphone. And this is, uh, this is God speaking right now. Just, uh, why is God always characterized with a low voice? I don't understand that. Unless, of course, you're watching The Shack, which is the true story of Jesus. Um, <laughs> sorry. Okay. Wow, we're off the rails and we haven't even started. Welcome to what the heck does an elder of the elder in this church? What what are we here for? Okay. How does an elder care for this church? Okay. How does an elder care for this church? What is this church? Let's start with that question. What is this church? Speak up. It's simple. That's right. Well, yeah, but who is this church? You guys, us, 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 me, you, even Dave, who will be mercilessly picked on this entire hour. We are here to take care of you. That is our job. Okay. Now, let's talk about what does an elder need to be according to scripture? You don't have to put them in any particular order. Don't look, don't open the Bible. I want to one wife. What's that? Married to one wife. Okay, one wife. One wife. Now, the Bible says that if I even look at a woman in lust, that I have committed adultery. Am I now disqualified from being an elder? Am I? No, because you're a sinner. You're going to sin. How dare you come in here and call me a sinner? <laughs> That's true. There's no way in the world that we can live up to this mandate. Okay? Now, in terms of the state of Tennessee, and I decided to um, go grab some woman off the street and say, hey, will you marry me? And she says yes, and we go down to the courthouse and we get married, and then I come home to, um, to Mel, and I say, hey, guess what? Brought home a new wife. <laughs> that will disqualify me, okay? Um, okay, so, faithful to one wife. Okay, so we got that one. I'm going to cross these off as, as we go, and I don't want you looking this up, okay? I want this I want this off the cuff, okay? Give me another one. Okay, able to teach. Teach, okay? So, I can talk for hours on vitamins and sales. Would you like me to start now? No, no, no. Okay. Teach what? Scriptures. Okay, so... We need to be able to teach the Word of God. Can I actually do that? Block, sure. That's what I was thinking. Is this going to come out to be something really, really disgusting? Or <laughs> um, Okay, so. Where, where am I on teaching? Okay, I got it. Okay, so. You don't want to hear about sales. You don't want to hear about vitamins. Most of the time, I don't want to hear about vitamins. Okay? So, 
an elder of this church, the elders are tasked with teaching the Word of God. Okay? Teaching the Word of God with fervent, enthusiastic, and unrelenting stick to the truthedness. Okay? That could mean, hey Dave, you're doing something wrong, buddy. It says here in the Bible, you need to fix it. Okay? That's part of teaching, unfortunately. Okay, so what else can we, what else does an elder need to do? Believe in the gospel. Believe in the gospel. Okay. Okay. Believe. Um, have, have have faith in the gospel. Have a um, be 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 a man of 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 of, of converted experience. Okay. Now, let's take that a little bit further. So, <laughs> I'm not trying to brag or anything, but. I became a Christian in 1983. When did you become a Christian? Um, <laughs> so, if if Dave, as we all know, becomes a convert last Thursday, that was your day, right? Last Thursday, yeah. Okay. Should he be? Should be? Should he be an elder? Bible says no. No. Okay. Let me find that on here because I have a note about it. <sighs> okay. Ah. Okay. Now, here's my question about this. Here it is on here. <clears throat> Does my time as someone who has been professing Jesus Christ as my Savior does that make me any better than Dave, who got converted last week? No. So why should I be an elder and not him? You're more mature in the faith. I mean, you you probably studied the scriptures longer. You probably walked in the faith longer. That is that is excellent. And there's another there's another part to that. Life. And what's that? Life. Life experience. Well, there is life experience, but you know. Um, but maybe we, not. I mean, you might be a lot younger than him, or he might be a lot younger than you. But I am a lot younger. We did. Yeah. Just tell by looking at my hairline. Um, there is an there is an aspect of immaturity that could lend someone to become arrogant. Okay. Hey, you're a recent convert? Come on in, man. We need a seat to fill on this board. And then all of a sudden, hey, look at me. I'm 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 the cat's meow. My mom used to say that, isn't it? I won't tell you I won't tell you what my dad used to say. He had to do with a, a rat's behind and <laughs> Okay, so um okay, so uh, what, what do we say? Oh, con- uh, uh, a convert. A uh, convert, uh, believer. Uh, a believer. Oh, oh, there's two things. I can't spell, so 
I, if, if I don't, don't know what I'm spelling, I'll just scribble it, and then you'll know what I'm trying to spell. Um, believer, not recent. Okay. What else? What else is a jump? Just be blameless. Blameless. Okay. I've got that on here. Blameless and what? It kind of speaks to all the qualifications. That there's not now any charge that could stand against. Not that you've lived in sinless perfection, but there's no a reputation for for um, for wickedness in any of these categories. The Bible is very specific about when it when it states blamelessness. Now, blameless and above reproach. Right. Okay. I'm a basically a very dumb guy. I will be honest with you. The reason I graduated from college is because I used the skin on my teeth. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, I had to look up what, what's reproach? What does it mean to be above reproach? Because I gotta be honest with you, I didn't know. What's reproach? Correction. Nope. If you're gonna be above reproach, it was a good close. You're close though. You're you're narrow. You're 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 in that vicinity. Unable to fall. No, it's 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 basically. If you're above reproach, then you have, then, then you cannot be accused of being, of of, of 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 disapproval or disappointment. Yeah. Okay. In other words, to be beyond reproach, you are not consistently letting people down because of your character, right. okay? In other words, to sum that up, if I can, not trying to add to scripture, okay? So, give me another one. What else does an elder need to be? An example to congregation. Okay, uh, an example, let's be a little more specific than that. I, I, I love that answer because, you know, I'm a great example, I know, and I know you're talking to me, but it's, uh, let's, let's narrow that down. I'm sorry, I'm being such a jerk today. I think there's something there about being sober and about Yes! You got it! Yes! Okay. Not conceited. Crushed it. Oh! Zing! Not gay. I'm sorry, Dave. Sorry. Get your own show. Do I go to McDonald's and bother you while you're working? say that years ago and I, I first time I ever used it no. okay temper at sober and there's one other on this line and discipline well how did I miss that oh I N E D okay now again should have done. I looked it up, first by spelling it wrong, and then I found out what is temper mean. It's real simple. Okay? Don't make this hard. If there's a penny, ground, penny on the ground, just pick it up. What's temper? 
level of even self-restraint. Yeah, it's it's all under that whole that whole that whole heading of self-restraint. You know, you need to be able to restrain yourself. No, I be honest with you. I was at CVS Pharmacy yesterday, and I don't know if you've been to a pharmacy lately, but um, they got phones, but they don't answer. <laughs> it's got to be the one in Brentwood. <laughs> it's, I've been everywhere. They got pharmacists that don't know how to put pills in a bottle. And they got women checking people out, or men. Sorry. We almost stepped into that one. Who don't know how to use cash register. Okay? These are the signs of our times, folks. And I stood in line for 45 minutes to pick up a prescription for my wife, okay? And, of course, you know, when I got home, I was like, yeah, you owe me big time, woman. <laughs> and she hit me, and I don't remember much back then. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you had the bloodshot arm? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I took that picture several weeks ago, and I just, I just decided to, to post it yesterday. I, I got a lot of comments. Um, uh, no, somebody actually diagnosed that as a ocular uh, hematoma or something like that. So what was that? Hematoma. Hematoma. Is that? Did I say it right? Okay. 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 Now, uh, temperate, sober, and disciplined. Okay. So I'm disciplined because I work out every day. Clearly. Hey, easy. <laughs> easy. Pot calling the kettle black. All right. <laughs> I work out every day. Does that, does that make me a, a, a qualified quali for elder? No, that's not. Disciplined in your daily life. Okay? Sober. There are people who firmly believe, and there are reasonable people who will tell you that if you have one drink of alcohol, six ounces of wine, an ounce and a half of hard liquor, 12 ounces of beer, you are no longer sober. Am I now disqualified from being an elder? Is that what we're talking about here? Not addicted to much wine. Not addicted to much wine. That's a, that's that's a different that's a different part of the story, but I like it. Sober minded, just sober minded. Yeah. We're not talking about drinking here. I got news for you. I grew up with a dad. My dad's still alive, by the way. He just turned ninety. My dad makes a hundred gallons of wine every single year. He is a great dad, and his wine is pretty stinking good. I will tell you that. Um. Is he disqualified from being an elder? No, absolutely not. Well, he is because, you know, he's Catholic. But, you know, he probably doesn't want to come to church here anyway. <laughs> I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Is a, this is a great praise. Um, that when um, when I gave uh, the message this, this past summer, my parents tuned in. It was very cool. Okay, so. We got, we're, we're moving right along here. Let me, let me cross these off so I don't poke myself in the eye again. Okay. Okay, so, what else? Not greedy. 
not a, not greedy in terms of of uh, like you know get out of my way. You're in the fast lane, and I want to go faster than you. Money. Unhealthy pursuit of finances. Yeah, a lover of money. Love of money. Okay, so I'm going to write this up here. M O N E Y. I'm glad you're here, Larry, so you can correct my spelling. Um, wait a minute. Wait. Wait a second now. How'd you get here today? Car. Car. You own that car? Or is it your car, basically, for all intents and purposes? Yes. Lease it, bank, whatever? Yes. How'd you do that? Money. 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 What are most people in this room, besides Dave, going to do tomorrow morning? Go to work. Go to work. McDonald's not open on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chick-fil-A Sunday. <laughs> Why are you going to go to work? For money. For money. You're going to spend 40 hours plus this coming week alone on the pursuit of money. And now you're telling me that I can't be a lover of money in order to be an elder in a church? Oh, I'm sorry. What's the difference? Maybe you're an idol. My, my prior church, we had a, a deacon who owned a used car lot, and he was a snake in the grass. He, <laughs> he took advantage of people at the church. He, oh, yeah. he screwed over his own congregation. Can't say that. He took advantage of people's own congregation. He actually was let go from the deacon board and eventually even church disciplined. Oh, my goodness. The way that he took advantage of people in the body as a used car salesman. Lover of money. And the Bible also talks about, and I don't know where this is, I probably should have looked it up, but I didn't, so get over it. <laughs> that the love of money is the root of all evil. And it's often misquoted. That money is the root of all evil. Money is certainly not the root of all evil. Dave is. <laughs> Larry's a close second. Sorry, Larry. You're here now. Okay. Even Jesus paid a tithe. Now, that's right. I mean, it's a tax. Sorry, tax. Now, I'm going to take this even a step further in terms of money. Do you want money or do you need money? Need. What? Need. You need it? Do you want it? Okay. I can't afford to buy a house in cash. Oh, okay. I need it. You need it. You need it, but do you want it? Yeah. Okay. You need it and you want it. Because I want to go to McDonald's after church. Let's talk about basic needs of life. Okay? <clears throat> this is where we're going to stretch. You ready? I know Ron knows. Ron even knows what I'm going to say. What does Maslow say? Oh, here we go. We're gonna mix. We're gonna mix secularism in, in Sunday morning in church. <laughs> Maslow.
Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Okay? This is not my religion, just so you know. But there's there's a lot of truth here. Okay? Down at the bottom, you got things like food, rest, warmth, blah. Okay? Next, you have security. Which is why I always carry a weapon. Even now. <laughs> Dave. Obviously it's not your Obviously. Yeah, you're out of here. Get out. <laughs> the next is intimacy. Um I don't know how to spell that, so that's what that means. Um, <laughs> your wife, your wife, your friends. There, there's a need there, okay? There's wife. You, there's your, your wife, your, your your friends. There's a feeling of need and to be useful to accomplish things in life. These are needs. And at the very top, does anybody remember what that is from school? Self-actualization. Self-actualization, yes. Self-actualization, achieving one's full potential. Okay? Can't do it without money. I'm sorry. You can try. But in my opinion... And this is where we are going to cross into opinion. In order to achieve your full potential in this life, you are going to need some money. Okay? Some and that's just money. part of it. Some money. You don't need to love it, but you are going to need some. Okay, so let's get off of Maslow. And before I get kicked out of here, and I mean, like, really kicked out of here, um, let's, let's move yeah, on. Yeah. What else? What else? Can yeah. I take a note about that real quick? Yeah, please. I, just, I think it'd be interesting to hear. I was reading or listening to a podcast the other day about. Natural law, which is kind of this theological concept that I don't, I won't force one here. But when it comes to that, um, when you're talking about loving money, right? Like when you think of natural law, like God has written His word on the hearts of men so that men have no excuse, right? Literally, by by virtue of this existence, man has no excuse for not knowing, right? Now, again, it may not be the knowing the particular points of the gospel. We still have to share that with them. We have to physically go to them and tell them and share that. But there is a category for natural law where when it comes to love of money, it's pretty obvious when money has become an idol mm-hmm. and when you're loving money as opposed to just leveraging money to mm-hmm. accomplish things in life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I it, 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 okay, but let me, let, me, let me just say this one thing, okay? And, and I'm just going to push back a little bit, sure. not, to, not to say you're wrong, but to say what about this idea, okay? Dave has a car that's worth like $80 million. Okay, does he need it? No, he does not. And I happen to know he just ordered a new one. Okay, so, and it's going to cost him another $80 million. Does he need that car? No. So, is it obvious now that he loves money? No, it's not. You're right. Okay. Um, the house that I, that I lived in before we built the one over here in Whetstone was perfectly fine. But we wanted a different house. Okay, but you can still make those moves 
And and like I said, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just I'm just I'm, I'm just offering the, the, the and, and besides that, I whenever someone says something in in a, in a classroom and I remain silent, I feel like I'm saying, yeah, what you said has no math, has no you know value, so I'm not going to respond. And I don't want I don't know what that happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the heck am I even talking about? How are you? <laughs> well, they, just like a lot of things, it requires discernment. Yes, yes, sir. Sure. The com the what you, both what you're saying is it has common is it's what the motivation for acquiring the money, right? Exactly. And what's the intent for? So if it's to impress people, to manipulate those sort of thing. So it, it's just like the rest of the behaviors. You, we don't know what's in somebody's heart. As a matter you of could heart. be trying to, you could be volunteering, but if you're doing it for people to see you. So it, it's more about motivation behind it, which a lot of times we really don't know. Not only do we not know, but they're out of our they're out of our realm of of, of, of influence. Okay, for example, um, you know, if you go on Zillow right now, which is anybody who knows anything about real estate knows that Zillow is, is a is a is a poor excuse for a uh, an appraisal. Okay, so but it it, it 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 can get you in the right ballpark. Thank you. Um, why are houses skyrocketing in value all of a sudden? What Zillow says my house is worth, I wouldn't pay for that. I'd be like, no, I'll go live in my car first. <laughs> but because of the times that we're in and a, sh and a sheet of, um, of, of oriented strand board now cost you know forty or fifty dollars, where it used to cost you know seventy eight cents. Is you know you you have to calculate that into the cost of a home now, and it's out of our control. So if you know just because Dave's house you know is is now worth sixty five million dollars, <laughs> um, doesn't mean he he orchestrated that. Although I know for a fact that he did. Okay, so let's see. What's next? What, what else? What else do you have to? What else? Counsel. You have to counsel. Okay, counsel, but is is can that fall under teaching? Sure. Okay, that I'm going to push back. I don't want to embarrass you. No, I'm not embarrassed Okay, good. Good. There's something about children. Children. Why are you looking at me? Because you're the teacher. Hey, my kids are just fine. Okay, that's a good one. Children. Okay, where, where where's my children thing? Okay, that's a good one. Uh, I got it on here somewhere. Uh, uh, manage a household and have submissive children. Okay, manage the household and have a submissive wife. Oh, I mean children. I'm just kidding. I'm, my my wife is here. I'm in such trouble now. Okay, manage your household well. Okay. Um, does that mean cut the grass? It, it, it very well might, okay, to be completely honest with you. Because if your grass is so overgrown that you're bringing down the value of the neighborhood, you got a problem on your hands, okay? So, but you, you do need to manage your household, the people in your household, and your children, as specifically is mentioned in the Word of God, okay? Now, what else? I better cross this off. Not pugnacious. Not what? Okay, you're gonna have to find Pugnacious. Not a fighter, not, not an argumentative. Not, not argumentative or defensive. Okay. So peaceful. Okay. 
peaceful, um, with with you know gent gentle, gentleness. I have gentle. Sorry. Sure. Respectable. Good behavior, Dave. So orderly is also mentioned in that same in that same uh, uh, part. Orderly. Does anybody here know what a gig line is? What? A gig line. Not you. You can't answer. Neither can you. Something about sailing, right? What's a gig line? That's exactly right, Doctor Larry. The gig line is the buttons on your shirt aligning with the buttons on your belt, okay, or your belt and your zipper and all that. My brother, who you know, I will call him. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Um, he joined ROTC when I, when we were in high school, or when I was in college, he was in high school. And he comes home one day and he goes, "Dude, fix your gig line." I don't even know what the words were that came out of your mouth, okay? Go back to ROTC. And he was he was commenting that my buttons did not line up with my zipper properly. And that's about all I know about gig lines. And the reason I remember is because, you know, as a musician, you, know, you gig, you do gigs. So, um, but is that part of being orderly? No. Having a right, have a straight gig line? No, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you come to church looking like a, you know, you know. I, 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 I can't remember who, who mentioned it, but I was listening to the, um, to some 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 recent uh, recordings. I think it was you, Tyler, talking about the guy that was, uh, you know, not clean shaven, and is, was this you? Did it inspire you greatly? Then yes. <laughs> Talk about how someone's appearance has absolutely no reflection. Oh, that was on their on their spiritual life. Okay, um, th these are things to keep in mind as as we look at people, as especially as we as we have people coming to the church that are that are are, are um, uh, visitors. You know, um, you know that that immediate that visceral reaction that you have to somebody um, can can really can can mess everything up as far as them ever wanting to return to church again. Okay. Um, what else? We got to get through these because I got, I got, I'm, I'm only, I'm only um, uh, um, ten minutes into this. I'm just kidding. Anybody else? Okay, I'll, I'll just read what I've got here. Um, given the hospitality. Okay. Come on over to my house. Is that what I have to do now that I'm a, uh, an elder? No, I do not. Hospi ho being hospitable is more than just having someone to your home. A hospitable nature is something that's, that comes from within. Dave does not possess this. Okay. You do, Larry. I've been to your house. Okay. I actually told some kids to get off my driveway one time recently. So uh, I just wanted to be upfront about that. Not violent, but gentle. Okay? We did touch on gentleness a little bit ago, but the, 
but the word of God specifically says not violent. Now, my wife is an MMA fighter. She has her black belt in, in a, 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 I don't know what the heck they're called, you know, Tim McGraw or whatever. I don't know. Krav Maga. Oh, Krav Maga, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and um, if I don't do what she says, I'm going to get beat. I'm also a black belt. But I'm a black belt in Taekwondo, or what I would like to call Korean street dancing. <laughs> because if you compare what I do to what she does, it's night and day. Okay? Okay. We hit love, not lover money. Okay. So, let's talk about, we got, we got through most of this stuff here. I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, I hope you are too. Don't really care that much. Um, so, the Bible tells us this phrase, and this phrase really changed my thinking, okay? The saying is about trustworthiness, okay? If anyone aspires the position of elder, he desires a noble task, okay? If anyone aspires to the position of elder, he does, in fact, desire a noble task. Now, when I read this, I was immediately conflicted. Because I really wanted to be an elder. I'm just being honest. I wanted to be an elder. Okay? But I didn't know why I wanted to be an elder. That's where the conflict came in. Now, here is the other part of this. I did not want to be an elder because I knew more than you. I did not want to be an elder because I believed in my heart I deserve a seat at that table. Okay? Most assuredly, especially after the past 40 minutes of listening to speak, me speak, you know I don't deserve a seat at that table, okay? And there's the difference. Someone who aspires to be an elder is a good thing. Someone who thinks they deserve to be an elder, that is not a good thing, okay? And I can honestly tell you that we've got a good group of guys because every single one of them would repeat that sentiment at this point. You know, we got rid of the riffraff. Oh, was that funny? Oh, that, no. Okay. Now, the second part of this is how does an elder care for the people of this church? What do you think an elder should do for you? What do what what is my job specifically when it comes to my position as an elder, and don't say teach, because we know we I can't do that very well. So, um, what 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 are we gonna what are we gonna say here? Okay. Discipleship. Discipleship. Okay. You're approachable. Being approachable. What else? What else does it does Defend an elder of this church need to do? Defend the church from error. Mm -hmm. 
defend the church from error? Or the gospel. Or the gospel. Because I'm, I'm making, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you why I'm making a very sticky point about this. The gospel needs to be defended because it is inerrant. Okay, this church is far from it. Okay, fair enough. See, okay, I guess I guess I would I would say the error to defend against is maybe slightly broader than the gospel itself, but but from from heresy more yeah. broadly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I get to what you're saying now. Okay. I think I misunderstood a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So. What what else? Just, just throw some things out there. I'm, I won't write them all down. It's a waste of time. I've only got a few minutes left. Shepherd. Shepherd. Okay. All right. Shepherd. Be able to answer questions about the church's core beliefs. Okay. Have have some knowledge. Okay. I'm going to throw something. At you. I learned this phrase for the first time in 1987, and it sounded so cool to me. The human condition. And you know, whenever someone talks about the human condition, I get a little chill down my spine. It's almost like they're saying the word notion, which I'm about ready to kill the next person I hear say notion instead of idea. Okay, sorry there. That's just me. It's just become popular for people to use the word notion now. So anyway, we'll re we won't record that part. Texting, testing, testing. Um, anyway, the human condition. It's our job. It's our job as elders to protect your human condition. Okay? And how are we going to do that? Okay? Dave said shepherd. That's the, actually the first one that I have on here. S H Shep A R D. Thank you. This is the way it was spelled in my Bible. Leave me alone. Which Bible are you teaching out of? Catholic Bible of Lord. I've got a notion there's an H in it. <laughs> <laughs> it is an H. Yeah. Leave me alone. Okay, now, what's it mean to shepherd? Sheep heard. Sheep heard. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that, but at the same time, not sorry. Okay? We are not called to be perfect. Okay? We're called to do our absolute best. Um, okay, number two, and you may not like this,
Can you read that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are going to hold you accountable. Dave is going to hold me accountable. I'm going to hold Dave accountable. Ryan is going to hold me accountable. We as a, as a, as a board are going to hold Ryan accountable. Okay? That is a tricky little ditty right there. Okay? Because you better come at holding someone accountable with the absolute purest and most godly intentions or it will blow up in your face. Okay? And I believe that this, that this board that we have right now, that's the, the, the guys that are there, are, are, are doing their level best at that kind of thing. And before anything, I'll just... I'll, I'll let you into the, the, the star chamber here for a second. Before anything ever happens, there's a discussion that goes on for days, okay? So just FYI, um, nothing is entered into lightly. Um, okay. Number three that I have down is we are also going to teach you, okay? Again, sorry... I don't know everything, but too bad. Because what I don't know, I'm sure Tyler knows. Tyler's smart. Um, Trying to think of why I wrote this. Okay, never mind. We'll just move on. Number four. The Bible says to weep with those who weep. can't fix everything. I'm going to get emotional. You can't fix everything. Some things are going to get messed up. Mm -hmm. And we we will be there to do that for you. With you. Okay. The other side of that, we will rejoice. Okay? I think it is extremely interesting that the writer of this passage took the time to say, weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice. There is a lot to be said about rejoicing with someone. It's no small matter. Yes, sir? So when Dave gets his new $80 million truck, he's going to rejoice with us. We all get to drive it. No, I'm going to get it. I get that truck. I just, want to, I just want to drive it. Okay, next. This was actually number five. Number six. That's an H. And you know, temperate. You know, we talked about temperate already. Okay? But we temper it with you. Okay? That's our job. We're specifically called to that to that to that move and to that way of interacting with people, okay? Number seven. Hospitable. Hospitable. We'll be hospital to you. We will take you to see Larry at the hospital. We will be hospitable. We will be hospitable to you, with you, around you, whoever you bring with you. That's our commitment. That's our job. 
and we take it seriously. This is the one that I was hoping that Ryan wouldn't be here for. <laughs> We're going to take care of all the crap. <laughs> okay. Is that an acronym? No. <laughs> We're going to go over there to the annex, and we're going to sit around that stupid table for as long as it takes. Okay? Now, I will tell you this, that Zig Ziglar, who is a personal hero of mine, says that a good meeting ends on time, and a great meeting ends early. And <laughs> for the next couple months, Unfortunately, for everybody else on the board, I happen to be holding the, the chair position, and I get to say, we're done. <laughs> and I like that. I like that. Can I be chair again next year? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, you're probably going to wonder why I didn't put this first. Okay. Because I, I played with the order of these. I, I played with it for a, a way too long a period of time. And I was missing the football game while I did it. And that was funny, come on. Anyway, so. We will love you. I don't know what form that will take. You may be sitting in this room and go, Nick, I bet you don't even know my name. You might be right. But it's my job and my calling to love you. And it's, my, it's our job as the elder board to love you. And love you we will. And that is our firm commitment to you. And then I have a tenth one. Number ten... And this, I think, is the most important one. We will let you down. Does anybody know why? goes back to the point that, and I have them, the qualifications for elder, I'm not going to read them. We will let you down because nobody that sits on that elder board is qualified to be on it. That's for sure. Ask my wife. I'll be driving down the road and <laughs> I'll get upset about something that happens, and she's like, A oh, nice job, Elder. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good, Elder. <laughs> great, great. You know, why don't you do that on a Sunday morning? See what happens. See how long you last. <laughs> okay. 
I really hope that what I prayed at the beginning of this time is the truth and that uh, your time doesn't feel like it was wasted. Um, we as an elder board are committed to this church, to bringing forth the gospel, to speaking the, the truth with jealousy and with love. And if we don't, you get to call us out. Because this whole thing right here, that applies to everybody in the church. Okay? I may be I may be on the elder board now, but there'll come a time when I'm not. And maybe some other guy that's gonna that's sitting in this room is gonna be an elder and he's gonna say, you know what, Nick? You better fix that. Or it could happen tomorrow with Dave. You know, Dave is always picking on me. <laughs> you should have heard him trying to evaluate my golf swing the other day. I'm like, whatever. Okay. Guess what? We're done. You want me to pray? Yes. I will. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you've given us time to come and talk about you in a way that is that is 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 that exemplifies freedom that exemplifies your love for us that we in no way deserve and talk about how we the x's and o's of the church that at times may seem like almost a waste of time but we know it's not we know it's not because it's in your word and you've given it to us and we are here to serve you to the best of our abilities Lord I ask that you bless this congregation I ask that you bless the elder board that we can live up to what's been laid before us and when we do fall give us the grace Give us the humility and the wisdom to admit it. In Jesus' name I pray. Okay. This uh, <clears throat> this will not be a